You are listening to the Noisy Narratives podcast, a podcast produced by the Women of First Ministries at Frisco First Baptist Church in Frisco, Texas. Here at Noisy Narratives, we like to cut through the noise of our stories and get to the heart of what really matters. We hope you are blessed by what we share. Thank you so much for listening. Isn't it amazing? everyone. Welcome to Noisy Narratives. Um, this is episode two of season four. So we are off and running. It's been fun to hear from all of you after our podcast last mm-hmm. week. We have a special guest today, Chris Hurt, that we're excited to have. Ooh, ooh. He's amazing. He brings it every time. <laughs> this promises to be highly entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Takes the pressure off of us. <laughs> totally. Uh, this but, is though. This is what makes, remember, Debbie doesn't like it when we do a podcast together. Because you say we go off script That's too true. much. That's true. Well, and you talk time. over each other so much that makes my oh. editing a little more difficult. <laughs> note, we need to note that now and behave and not talk over Do each other. Do good pauses right. in between okay. before okay. you start. On it. <laughs> right. We need to have like it's a sign, like I'm pausing, minutes. you talk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. An okay. eyebrow raise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get the uh, look. Mm-hmm. I get the mom look. Okay. <laughs> I do have a mom look. I will use it. Okay, Christy. Go. Now that you have gotten out of your minivan stage, because you've upgraded to a Honda Pilot. Yeah. I call that an upgrade. I, I was going to say, <laughs> upgrade Aww. is in the eye of the beholder. So that's my question. Are you, if you could go back, would you still go back to a minivan or would you go to like a Suburban? You know what is so funny is I was totally thinking about this as a question on our podcast two weeks ago to write down for an intro. Mm-hmm. Are you a minivan mom mm-hmm. and proud of it? Or are you a SUV Non-minivan person? mom. I have to say there have been plenty of moments, I'm just going to admit it, plenty of moments where I wish I had just bought another minivan. Shut up. And you don't even have any kids. I don't. Why? But, okay. The problem is- I really is, don't. I, to be honest, I say why. I really don't care because I can't stand minivans, but I want to hear. No, it's people don't think they're cool though. Like, you're not the only one who goes, yeah. why? Yeah. I mean, why would uh-huh. you drive a minivan? Mm-hmm. Okay. They drive so well. Mm-hmm. People totally do not give them the credit they deserve. Minivans drive amazing. They're Smooth. super comfortable. Mm-hmm. They're way more comfortable to me than a Suburban. They're mm-hmm. easier to get into, mm-hmm. in and out. Mm-hmm. Those sliding doors are absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've been coming out of a store mm-hmm. with my hands full at this point and wishing I had my little button to push where my sliding door, door would just open and I could just put my stuff in. Oh, you and my I husband. I've had it for so long and I still have it and I still sometimes drive it. My totaled hail damaged <laughs> minivan with the dent in the side sits in front you of my house. Rave it that bad. And sometimes I sit down and it's like coming home. You're like, no. Oh. <laughs> so I can't stand minivans. I and know. Greg got a minivan one time because he loved my husband and he loved it and he drove it for like a year and something. And every time he'd be like, look at the doors. Like he thought it was so cool. And I was like, I could, no, that is the dorkiest car in the whole world. Can't stand it. It's not the best look. No. It's, and if you're into aesthetics, it's going to bug you. And even my neighbor. I like big though. It's, that was still too see, low I'm, to the ground. I want to be big. I, I like the be mid. Like, I'm definitely a mid-sized person. Mm-hmm. But it's funny. My neighbor, um, two days ago, I was coming in. So um, coming in hot coming in well he didn't he forgot I had the he mm. they they're behind us so we share an alley mm-hmm. right and um I was driving in and he was pulling out so he went to pull back in because he just forgot mm-hmm. I was driving the, a Honda now 
So I put on my blinker, go in, and he told me, he was like, I totally forgot you were in a Honda Pilot. And he told me his wife, mm-hmm. um, they're, they're in a minivan. Mm-hmm. She is chomping at the bit to be done with, with her minivan. minivan. She is like, and I told him, I was like, this, this mm-hmm. was a birthday present. Mm-hmm. It was a surprise. It was fun. But I totally some days wish I still had my minivan. And he goes, no I'm kids. telling her that. But you still don't even have any kids to tell her. Like, she I only s- has a high schooler left now. I just can't so, even imagine. Yeah. I mean, they promote them and they market them really well. They've got great storage and all that. That looks wonderful. They're, but I have no desire. I didn't so even like sitting. to drive with. I think I might have actually sat in the back seat at times when I had to drive in the car with Greg mm-hmm. in that minivan because I could not stand it. You couldn't. You didn't like I it. I can't handle it. And what is it about it? Have you been able to suss that out and figure no, it out? No, it's like not, so I don't want to go there. It just look no. <laughs> there's, but a lot I do, of, there's a lot of judgment in this room. There right is, totally. But I even yeah. go back to like the red minivans with the wood paneling. Totally. I think my Old aunt school. had one of those, yeah. and I was just like, nope, still. Like back when I was in high school. Back in the day. Could not even get behind it. I just yeah. can't. I don't like this. You're not alone. There are so many people, especially in this area up here where I feel like we got a lot of hip moms, you know, that they are not driving around in a minivan. Yeah. I had some, I, I've had several friends that pretty much said I would not be caught dead driving a minivan. That's I think, pretty I much think those are my it. people. <laughs> but your people might be my people. We'll so I go. have to say, but I love my car. Yeah. I'm not ditching no, my new no, car no, no. at I all. I enjoy that. it very much, but well, there's been plenty ungrateful, of times. Ungrateful, Jamie. <laughs> not at all. And firstly, it's not like we splurge on our my new car. Is most people's would say that wasn't totally. enough for them either. But I do like the idea of driving like the car till it dies for sure. Like I do that I'm every fan time. With, I'm a fan uh-huh. of that one for sure. Yeah. Okay, speaking of things, um, Chris Hurt is here with us, and you yes. get to join us on this game. This will be fun. Okay, Welcome, this is where Chris I can join in now. Yeah. Okay, all right. you're allowed. Okay, we'll all take right. the duct the tape off your mouth. Like- okay. <laughs> That was just the ladies' time. All right, I'm in. What are you? What are your feelings on minivans, Chris? Oh, we loved our minivan. Yeah. And if I ever get to rent one, like for a youth event or yeah. something, super fun. So excited. Yeah, get the, it's like get the new stuff, all the buttons. So the why TV. didn't you get a new minivan? Why didn't you get a van for your car when you replaced it? Because um, yeah, she, because cool. you bath have SUV. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they're awesome. Too. They they ride good, but it's just. People judge you. They do. And my <laughs> high school, but you're a high school pastor, so you need to kind of look cool too. Like you got to yeah, keep I your cool. Yeah, I can't just be rolling around in a minivan. No, nope. it's creepy. No, oh, uh, I didn't judge think about me. that. Yeah, a man driving a minivan. That but is- Shanda yeah. could have driven it. Yeah, but she didn't. And want then to let him to. out to go work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You can drive it if I'm in the car with you, honey, yeah. but not otherwise. Okay, so, let's play I mean, a game. Yes, there we All go. All right, here we go. Where were you when? Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm so bad at this stuff. The Challenger disaster, January 28th, 1986. Where were you? And do you oh, remember I was, it? I was in England. Do you remember it, though? Because you can say, I don't even remember it. No, I remember it because I remember watching. Well, let's put it this way. I remember watching footage of it. I don't know mm-hmm. that I saw it in real Probably. time because I would have been at school, right? Right. But I do remember watching on the news with my parents okay. in our house. We had those TVs with like four mm-hmm. channels. <laughs> well, some people did turn it on at school. Yeah, I think I, I think we had it on at school. Yeah. So you were you were at school. Yeah, and you remember? No, I'm not even gonna. Th- there's at the time I was in middle school. Yes. Right. Yeah. You have middle school jokes about it. It's not appropriate. It's not funny, but you're in middle school. That's what you do. You know. Right? And you guys would have watched what? it happen then because we you were it. watching yeah. it in and the classroom. I no, we have to. Uh. Uh-uh. Middle school jokes about the Challenger yeah. disaster. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it? Because that's it what happen- you do as a middle schooler. That's yeah. how you. And cope. you remember them. Gallows, yeah. You're Gallows sitting right there, and you can remember them. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you any of them. None of them. No. It's. I'm going to get him off the mic. Okay. We're going to talk about it later. Okay. okay. The rescue of baby Jessica, October 14th, oh, well. 1987. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm from Odessa. Odessa. Oh, so yes. that happened in Midland, right? Were you there? So that was big. No, I wasn't there, but that was big news. 
and uh, and I remember they sent a big Winnie the Pooh down. Remember Disney sent mm-hmm. like, this giant Winnie the Pooh? And I don't remember. Brought that. it down and kind of comforted her while she was in her time. That was a crazy time. Yeah. It was. Baby Jessica. I know. I remember it vividly watching it all the time. Well, yeah. I remember it was international because I remember watching it. And again, I was in England. Yeah. But it was on the news. Yeah. Okay. But what about this one? The Berlin Wall comes down. I don't recall this at all. Mr. Gorbachev. Really? Yeah. Tear, tear down, down that wall. wall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I totally remember that. Mm. I remember Gorg- Gorbachev because my family thought he was the Antichrist because of the mark of the beast mm-hmm. on his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. I Just roll that. with it. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> How many people have come through at this point that everybody's thought was the mm-hmm. Antichrist? I think we should know better in label now. Okay, mm-hmm. Persian Gulf War starts, 1990. 1990, I was a junior in high school, and I had a little pin on my letter jacket that said Free Kuwait, because Kuwait was first, right? So that wow. was why we went. You were an Free activist. Free Kuwait, and that was what we were all about. Where were you in high school? And I remember a friend of mine, when we were studying, when, when we they showed the first bombing. You know, when wow. they went live, they went live. We're going to show a, us blowing them up. Um, where were you in high school? What? What? Where'd you go to high school? Odessa High School. Okay. Home of the Odessa High Bronchos. Mm-hmm. It's a Bronco, but it's spelled with an H. <laughs> Are from, you being serious? Yeah, I'm from Odessa. That's what is what a do. Broncho? It's a Bronco with an H. <laughs> Did so they we misspell it or is it like I a heritage, really a cultural thing? So you don't even uh, know why they no, have, you never ask, why do we have no. Broncho instead of Bronco? No. I'm an Odessa High Broncho. That you can so is hilarious. <laughs> what yeah. I think is so funny is you weren't even curious about why. No. Oh, that's so he was in high school. He, didn't, he had his Kuwait pen. He, didn't. Uh, he had his my letter jacket. Like, okay, Johnny Carson leaves The Tonight Show, 1992. That's weird, wild, wacky stuff. So you remember that. Yes, sir. This is all about Chris here. Yeah. Very last guest was Robin Williams. and But then Bette Midler came and sang, Put Him Up, Joe. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. I didn't know that song. And, mm-hmm. uh, I thought you were going with Wind Beneath My Wings. That love Johnny Carson. Yeah, that's weird, wild, wacky stuff. Okay, and yeah. you do his, you do him well. That's that's that is correct. <laughs> okay, O.J. Simpson in a Bronco, nineteen ninety four. Uh, yeah. Do you remember? Okay, this does. Do you remember where you teacher, were? But do you remember where a, you were when the verdict came down? Yeah, we were playing. I was with, I was in, I was student teaching, and some of the teachers had decided to play it in their classroom on the radio, mm-hmm. and the principal got mad because it created chaos problems. I remember yes. walking into the student unit, Texas Tech, and they had it on there, and the mm-hmm. whole place went crazy. Mm-hmm. Where were you? Yeah, probably college, I guess, yeah. You don't remember, remember that it. one either? I just remember he had a sweet ride. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma City bombing. Well, 1995. These are just tragic moments that we're going uh-huh. through. Well, because oh. you always remember these. Yeah, yeah I, can't, I was coming to work, and I think it just came onto the news. So. Yeah, I, I was at work. Because um, it's early morning, right? It happened early in the mm-hmm. morning. Yeah, because I was teaching. Care. I'm trying to remember. I think I did hear it too, um, on the radio. What? So were you in college still? 1995. Uh huh. And it's so freshman. Um. Yeah, you young person, you. Mm-hmm. So um. I don't w- recall much. I don't recall. Would they have like, talked about it, it in their classes, in your classes. And well, all the that, news no? covered it, so that's mm-hmm. how. But it wasn't like the OJ one where it was a. Everybody was following. Everybody's following it, mm-hmm. waiting for it. Yeah. Was that Timothy McVeigh? Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's mm-hmm. correct. Okay, last one. Lady Diana's car crash, 1997. Oh, I totally remember this. We were at a friend's house, and we were there for the night for dinner. We were down in the valley, and it came on on the TV. And I remember how I felt and everything because I grew up with them. I grew, mm. saw the wedding. That was the, the royal family was such a big deal mm-hmm. for our family. 
And so I remember just sitting, like totally ignoring our friends, just like watching the, you crying. Were the you coverage. Sad? I was. I was. I don't remember if I was crying, but I felt like I was crying. Like I think about it now, and it still makes me sad. Oh, but yeah. anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I didn't Chris. keep up with the royal family, so. But I, I, yeah, I just remember. I remember you know Elton John coming out with the song "Goodbye yes. English Rose," the one never. You know that whole thing. So sad. This is gonna be a fun musical. In the wind. You sang that so well too. Yeah. You're keep welcome. it going. Just keep going. That's weird. Seems well, to wacky me. Stuff. Seems to me. <laughs> Mix them you up. You lived your life like a candle mm-hmm. in the wind. Okay, those were all my tragedies that uh, I am impressed that you know where you were during that time. Hmm. Well, when you say the year, that helps. I know. That kind of triggers my. Like oh yeah, grade. I remember. Yeah, it uh-huh. triggered my. So you're memory. here, Chris, to talk with us about Johnny Carson. Loved him. Is, Let's just do it. Let's do the whole. Thing he was awesome. <laughs> What did you learn you know, about him? Oh, Johnny was just, you know, cool. Laid back. Laid back. Ed, well, who was his sidekick? Ed Young. I, Ed McMahon. No, Ed, Ed, Young. Ed Young. Ed McMahon. <laughs> I don't know where Ed Young That's came from. That's a pastor. Mm-hmm. That is a pastor. Ed he's, McMahon. He's, he's a listener. Ed McMahon. Yes, sir. I liked you him. You are correct, I loved sir. him. Yeah. I always liked the sidekick on the shows. Okay. That's always. Who's Conan's sidekick? Do you remember Conan's sidekick? Uh, Andy Richter. Yes, mm-hmm. and I liked him. And then who was uh, Guido Gord? What's his name? Guido? Who was the guy's name that was on? Wasn't that his show too? I don't know. You Guido. might have to edit this part out, Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a New who York, was the guy? It was like a New York talk not show. Not Fallon, but not um, Jimmy Kimmel. Who's Jimmy Kimmel's oh, sidekick? Oh, Uncle, whatever, yeah. Guido. Guermo. Guermo, see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Which, <laughs> it was going somewhere. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Mm-hmm. See? Okay, Chris. So you have been at Frisco First for how many years? 16. And every years. seven years? On staff. He came on staff. 2007. Yeah, because you 2007. came. You came on staff, straight on staff. You weren't part of our church before mm-hmm. that. You moved from. Yeah, I moved yeah, from. from We've heard that in from season one or mm-hmm. two. So yeah, go back and listen. Out. Go yeah. back. It's a good one. Go back and listen. <laughs> so, but you're here today because you got to go on your sabbatical. I did. I like how you put it in quotes uh, for those of you. You said it earlier. You didn't really rest. Yeah. We'll get there. So every seven years, the staff member gets a sabbatical here Mm -hmm. at our church. What is a sabbatical? So uh, you get extended time off. You get uh, get a little money. Not a lot. You get a little money. Don't freak out, people at home. Uh, And then you get to go. And you're supposed to go learn something, but you're also supposed to rest. So it's it's to rest, really. It's to, like, do something that's not work-related and just free your mind. Are you good mm-hmm. at resting? No. I'm an Enneagram 3. Tell people what that means. And that means I'm just a workaholic. I'm an achiever. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know that I'm super busy and very popular. That's what I want you to know. And you don't have time for people. And I don't have time for all this. Yeah, and all this. So you're very lucky that I'm here today, <laughs> is what I'm saying. And since I'm a 3, though, I wanted to bless the people. So, And, yeah. and this is also shows me how busy I am that I'm doing this. So. But you're anyway, that's what a 3 people. is. And a 3 is highly, which is me. I'm a workaholic. Some high performer high performer so on your sabbatical you didn't rest no not really i did i i guess i rested from here but i was you know doing things you took a break from here i took a break but from you here. didn't rest yourself because i remember talking to you right after and you'd been gone week after week yeah I did week, and you week. were pretty tired yeah i should have rested um, a little more so your next one, you'll rest one. No, probably seven not. years from yeah. now. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm super tired, but in seven years, I'm gonna take a nap. Nap. 
Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Well, I do think that God has a way of using our bodies to force us to rest. So we had Renew Camp recently. Mm -hmm. You came back. Yeah. And you were pretty much forced to a two-day two-day rest period because you were sick yeah I was super. so tired. that is what happens mm-hmm. when you don't take yeah. rest yeah. i would get super sick there i remember even after volleyball season you, you could just predict it like the last game whatever game it was within one week i would be out for a good week easy because yeah, your, your body's just... like and thank you that season is done and thank you yeah. i need mm-hmm. to rest mm-hmm. which i'm thankful for i think yeah. there's a biblical reason for rest god knows our bodies true so see if you want to I don't, I don't, you said biblical? you think. I think it's a. There is. There is. <laughs> yeah. Like that whole fact. thing about he rested I on the seventh be more, day. Yeah. I should be more yeah. emphatic. Yeah. But okay, he, but here's what here's one thing that rest. I did learn. Well, Tell us many things that you learned. Okay. Buckle down, kids mm-hmm. at home. Um, the women. There we don't have kids. Oh, okay. Have women oh, in that case, unbuckle and, and let's go. And lots of husbands. Uh, so you could. Oh, and some husbands. We're sorry that you're being forced to listen to this right now. In your minivan. Apologize for their decision. In your minivan. Well, you're probably going on vacation, supposedly resting. But uh, I, so when I went to Israel, though, and this is my second time, I did go to Israel on my on this sabbatical, and I love it. But one of the things that we can learn from the Jewish people is the sabbatical, because they literally take a whole 24 hours off, no matter what you do, unless you're a doctor, then you can obviously you have to do surgeries and yada yada. But if you're a, if you're a you know practicing Jew, uh, at least the hardcore ones, right? Mm-hmm. Then you go all in on sabbatical, meaning... So they have a Sabbath, you're saying. You're, they have a Sabbath. Every week. Tell us what it looked like since you were there. Yeah, everything shuts down. I mean, you can't even... The elevators, that sounds silly, but not even the elevators work. What is it like they on, even say, like, pushing a button's work? So yeah. you can't even push so a button to go on an elevator. have an elevator. Mm-hmm. But we, we did Sabbath with the, with the family, not this time, my first time in Israel, and just beautiful. Like, all the phones have to go up. Mm. You can't check your computer. All Love electronics it. are up for 24 hours. Uh, there's a big meal that the family does together, all the Passover stuff that you would do. Um, but then you can, kids can play board games together, mm. but that's it. No electronics, no nothing. Even if it's a, you know, a lawyer, uh, cause our guy was a lawyer. He's like, I just have to, like, I'll get back to you, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And so they just shut it all down, which is so refreshing. Can't get a taxi. Now you can still get taxis in Israel because there's other people that are right, non-Jewish, so but in the quarters, like in the, in old city, mm-hmm. Jerusalem, like it's just, it's quiet. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like everything, everything shuts down. And you're talking once a week, right? Yeah. 24 at, hours, well, once a week. Once a week. What Every do they do with the dishes on those days when they eat that big meal? Do the dishes just sit there for a until the next day? Probably. I mean, maybe, maybe they can clean and stuff. No, I don't think I don't they know. can. I, I don't, we didn't pay attention to that. I don't uh-huh. know. Where's, where's the yeah. women? I want to ask them that logistical yeah. question. Yeah. Great yeah. question. Use paper towels, paper plates. These are the questions that mm-hmm. people... That's interesting. Did you yeah. walk away going, we could do that better? Oh, absolutely. Like, what if we did that? And then you come home and you're like, I'm going to do that, right? I'm going to do it, kid. Yeah. You unplug your phone. Mm-hmm. And, and then it lasts for like a week. A know? week. Yeah. No. But it's, because it's hard. But if you, man, if you could do that, like... Oh, it's, I mean, they're just restful, joyful people. And what's amazing about it is if you look at, I'm going to mess up the quotes, but if, if you look at Israel's as tiny of a country they are, they're like number three as far as gross product, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whatever. They, and it's like, well, yeah, we still, very we still rest, mm-hmm. but we're getting it done. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. so here in America, we're like, no, we got to go, 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 go. But they're like, we're going to go, go too, but we're going to take our Sabbath. Yeah. And it's just, it's amazing. It is. So if we could do that, and you know who else does it? The Mormons do a good job they too. They do do Sabbath. a good job. Yeah, they, yep. they unplug everything mm-hmm. and just do board games, and they can't even have people over. It's Mm-mm. like just family day. Mm-hmm. So what if we did that? And then what's interesting Man. is we almost do the opposite because Saturday is like family games and tournaments or whatever, and then Sunday 
yeah. for those of us on staff, it's like a work day. Yeah. So I you mean, have to take yours on a Friday. Yeah. And how is that possible with family half the time? You're doing yeah. something usually. Mm-hmm. You have to learn to say no to things. I guess so. And being okay with it, which I don't mm. think most people are because well, they're going to miss out or miss an opportunity FOMO. or f- yeah, all the things that you do fall into that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so here's, but here's the tension lies, right? How do we become people of purpose? Mm. Or at least if you're Enneagram three, you're like, how do I, how do I make my life count for something? But also rest. Now we know that Israel's, the Jewish people are doing that well, but mm-hmm. that's the tension that we all live in, right? Is I want to make a difference in this world, and I want to, or at least I do. Like I want to leave my mark, but but also I need to rest. So, so a lot know. of times when, so a lot of pastors, student pastors, are threes and eights, right? Um, that kind of st- ones. Um, I think they call that the ocho, right? <laughs> So you have, when you're done, you have to, yeah, you're next. I guess my question was, do you have that, um, like when you do a big event, Mm -hmm. like a camp or a big event, and then it's over, Uh do you have that crash and burn, like almost that depression afterwards? Yeah. Because it's like the next week, you know, these people aren't coming back, (laughs) right? They're going to be tired. They're going to be whatever. Like you're like, next week's going to be awesome. And then it's not. Yeah. And it doesn't match at all. Yeah what you just did. And so that is what I, and I used to feel that all the time. And I I think as I've gotten older, it's like when I say balance, that's what I mean. I think emotionally for me, it has helped to have a bit of that wing. But, um, but I think that's happened over time. I think I remember originally being very up and down and because you're on this high Mm -hmm. and you do crash. And I hear pastor, I hear ministry people talk about that all the time. Um, I don't know. What do you do? And then you don't, you have a hard time resting too. So even when you're trying to rest, your brain's probably yeah. I don't sleep at night. I I uh, have thoughts all night of different things. And do you have like a note post it thing no, next to you? No, I should though. Why? Promise don't I can't read my own writing. You ever do that? I have to ask people all the time. What does this say? I had something just type to do it in today. your phone real fast and put it down. Uh, no, because you don't need your phone by your bed. Yeah, That's you don't want that blue you. light. Yeah, I don't know. I so you haven't that. mastered that yet? No, I'm still a workaholic. Do you have I'm a desire to master it? Um. Yeah, sure. Let's go with yes. <laughs> Let's say yes. Well, you know, you have seasons where you're like, I want to yeah, get better at this. I mean, and then you're like, I need, oh, no, right? I don't. I'm perfectly yeah, fine. And then you'll where hear things that you're like, okay, like so much of life is out of control, out of your control, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, let's say out of our control, not out of control. Out of your control. control. Yeah. Yeah. I like and that. So, as a three, though, you don't, I don't like that. Yeah. What can I do to make it better? And how can I stay up? If I, maybe if I do one more thing. Oh. And, right, if I, I can, Does your I wife control. hold you accountable? Does she help you kind of be like, oh, okay, yeah, you can get the off the rat race Like, now. I'll give you, get like, wheel. Uh, get out of the wheel. <laughs> Come off the, the wheel, wheel, honey. Just get out of the wheel. <laughs> I'm just on there eating sunflower so Give us seeds. an example. You had an example. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so, like, uh, summer. I pack my summer in. I mean, I'm gone eight weeks, nine weeks in the summer because mm. I'm speaking at someone else's mm-hmm. camp or, or whatever. Or you're and, taking our kids on mission and trips. I'm taking mission or, trips mm-hmm. and I'm doing... Because you're like a really big deal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I mean, yeah. I yeah. mean, just Google it, Google it, people. <laughs> Again, you're lucky I'm here. Uh-huh. Uh, but I... Uh, I Yeah, so my wife's like, you need to take us... You need to take... Now, I don't listen to her, but she does say to me, I need you to take a week off next summer. Like you've done too much. You need to take a week. You do to listen to her. I, well, I do. But then someone calls and is like, Hey, we have this week open for you to speak. And I'm like, well, I'll see you there. And are you like, I'm doing it for a retirement, honey? Yeah. Yeah, Right. That's how you rationalize it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
And you're fortunate yeah. to have a very supportive spouse who doesn't hold that against you either. Yeah. Well, matter of fact, no behind think, the doors, Debbie. That it could is be true. so nasty between no. them. No, no. Actually, know. actually, when I do come back, she's like, "Why don't you go get that other camp?" <laughs> yeah. And, and like, then there's that. Yeah. She's like, "Yeah, it's been fun having you home, but why don't you go do something?" Uh-huh. Because yeah. after just one or two days in the house, I'm sure you're driving her crazy. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got to get in a rhythm to too busy. with marriages on how it works and what you expect, yeah. and y'all mm-hmm. are probably in that good rhythm. Yeah. For sure. You've been married how long? Oh, gosh. Uh, oh, the hard question. We'll have to edit this in. Uh, let's see. He was married in 95? Let's go 95. 95. So how many years is that? 28, because we're 29. We're 94. Okay. There you go. Good yeah. job. Good job on the math yeah. over there. Thank you. 28 years. Okay, so what else did you do during your sabbatical? Yeah, so sabbatical. Uh, you know, I just did conferences. and I hung Now, you'd learned, you learned good things at conferences. We want to know. What oh, you, you want to know what I learned? Do people yes. want to know this? I don't know. I think that some of it's quite interesting. Okay. Well, here's, here's one of my big takeaways. I went to a preaching conference at uh, Passion City Church, Louis Giglio, who I love. Love he's, him. He's probably listening. Uh, he's, and he's a big deal. He's a, yeah, he's like, how can I get this guy in my mm-hmm. life? But uh, one of the things I learned was all these speakers came up. Christine Kane was there, Louis Giglio, mm. Craig Rochelle. Um, Did you love Christine Kane? I love her. Oh, she was a little powerful. Yeah, so good. Um, anyway, the, the takeaway for me was every single person that got up there was like, uh, you were made uniquely, so use your voice. Don't try to be Louis. Don't try to be Craig Rochelle. Don't try to be whatever. Like, And every speaker said that. Mm. I don't know, like, and I don't know that it was... Like, they didn't talk to each other, right? So you don't think it was intentional. They were yeah, saying the same thing. It happened. Kind of, the yeah, Lord like, kind of was putting it on everybody's yeah, hearts. Like, you need hey, to say this. Because they're, they're talking to a room full of pastors. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, don't be us. Be you, right? And mm-hmm. so, and uh, and at that time, I was thinking I was telling you, I was struggling with, like, my voice. Like, because, mm-hmm. you know, you're too funny or mm-hmm. whatever. You, know, you were getting, too, sometimes you were getting feedback. Yeah, that I'm And uh, it was hard because that was part of who you are. You yeah. teach how you are yeah, normally. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Um, so anyway, this, this, uh, this African-American pastor was really good. And he said, we go to Baskin Robbins and no one's mad about the 27 flavors. Right. But we come to church mm-hmm. and we're mad because that flavor is not what we want. Mm. And he's like, there's room for all of y'all in the kingdom. Like, so mm. that say, was kind say of say that again, please. Yeah. That was just like, Hey, there's room for you. That? Like your voice matters and mm-hmm. who you are matters. Don't try to let people mm-hmm. pigeonhole you or make you something that you're not. God made you who you are. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, right? There's sin you got to get rid of. And we're not saying right. that, but we're right. just saying your personality, who you are, like that's who God made you to be. So mm-hmm. be that voice, right? So mm-hmm. that was super cool, super powerful. It's very affirming, especially for the place you were in mentally, like getting feedback and hearing and kind of going, oh, shoot, am I supposed to be this way? Yeah. Am I not supposed to be this way? Yeah. And having an affirmation of someone that's been there and done that be like, no, live in who God made you. Yeah. But we forget that so often. Like God made you a certain way. Don't wish you were something else. Yeah. Learn to live in your strengths. Learn to live how God has wired you and created you. Yeah. And so often that does not take But if you're three, then you compare and you look around and you go, well, I got to look. I want to be like Louis because he's Mm -hmm. super successful, Mm -hmm. right? I want to, you know. Well, and you care about what people say. Yeah. I think that is when, when you know yourself, you know that there's a weight to people's words that is bigger for certain personalities than others. And so you carry kind of that carry that around with us a little more but I think what's hard too is there's a difference between comparing ourselves saying this is how the Lord made me and I want to learn how to grow in that and be better at what I do well like I'm going to make this better and then of course sure at my weaknesses right and, and but this is how versus someone telling us this is who you are but you need to actually change that yeah 
So there's a difference in improving on what you have versus someone saying, this is who you are. And guess what? We don't like that. <laughs> yeah. That needs to be different. And I, so I do think what's cool about a conference, like what you're saying that you went to is there's a distinction there. They were making, we can all get better at public speaking sure. or our job. Like we can all improve. Yes, yes, but yes, if yes. somebody's coming in and telling you the building blocks of who you are need to be taken out, and remade in someone else's image. Yeah, like, hey, we don't like your humor. Well, yeah, okay, you, do you need then, to be like this person? Then yeah. that's, I mean, that's yeah. terrible. You're not even fulfilling, like, yeah. to understand what the body of Christ is right. with that. Yeah. Well, there's also, too, the element I was thinking of women listening going, I feel that way, but I don't get it from, like, I get it from things that I'm looking at. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a good mom because I don't do this. this mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I don't have a chore chart, and my kids are going to be horrible. I'm a bad mom. No, you're going to be fine. I don't go to, I, I dress in my pajamas when I go to work, but I'm at home, whatever. My and kids' you're supposed bags to do, aren't monogrammed. Yes. My towels aren't monogrammed. All the things. My da, 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 I, I don't make a certain amount. Who needs to know it's their towel? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you go to camp, you just pick one up. <laughs> yeah. By the way, come pick up your kids lost and found if yeah, you're it's, missing water but bottles. But no, that's right. a good point too. There's comparison issues everywhere. All the time. It's just, it's not just a ministry. It's just sometimes a ministry. We feel like we're in front of so many people, but now with social media, everybody's in front of so mm-hmm. many people. Like it is kind of a, but a it's just, a, I think it's a, um, a thorn in everybody's side Yeah, is to kind of go, Oh, what can I allow to bother me? And what can I allow not to, and to brush that off and be like, that's not valid. I don't have to listen to this. This I kind of want to, or it hit me in a different way. And then being like, okay, I got to, I want to do better in that. I want to be a better mom. I want to be a better wife. I want to be a better sister. Like I went through a season with just my sister. She was getting mad at me because I didn't care about her. Mm-hmm. You don't ever check in on me. You don't. And she jokingly said that. She was like, did you know this past week I was sick? And I was like, I had no idea. She was like, you didn't check on me. I know. But probably five years ago she would have said that. And it would have been from a hurtful, I had hurt her. I had, but we had kind of worked through like, I've got to get better at checking it. Clearly I failed this past week. But I had to learn, okay, this, this is what it means to love Lisa well, my mm-hmm. sister, is to check in on her, say hi, whatever that looks like. But I had to like, oh, I got to do work. I got to work on this relationship, which was fine. I mean, I jokingly say that, but you have to realize, you do it in your marriage, yeah. do it with friendships. Well, and you have to shore up again that shoring up things that maybe we're not great at, we need to be better at. We all have those, right? I mean, we're all going to. Um, but she's not looking at you and saying, you need to be a different sister. <laughs> like I mean, you she might have said that a couple times <laughs> years true. ago. But, that's under her breath. Uh-huh, that's but really do. when you mature, you go, it's, there's, there's acceptance from both. There's things we can get better at, yeah. but there's things that are just different for us because of how God made us. Mm-hmm. And that's true for who we live with. It's true in ministry. Um, and I think part of it is why we need rest because we need rest from people. Mm. we need rest from the constant comparison. We need rest from the constant expectations. We need rest from being in our own heads all the time. And it focused on just, you know, again, shoring up resources in a way. So we're ready for the week, ready for the time. Do you mm-hmm. feel like you did that? Chris? Yeah, yeah, your you thoughts on that? Uh, no, not really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it was nice to be away and learn things, but I mean, the whole time I was thinking about, how can I apply that to student ministry? How can I write? Yeah. So I didn't really like unplug in that way. Um, but it was nice. I mean, I went with a friend to another conference. I went to passion, the speaking conference by myself. Do you like um, to do things by yourself? Sometimes like I'll go to a movie by myself and Shannon's like, why did you go to a movie? Oh, by I yourself? would totally go with a movie by myself. I went to Disney world by myself. One day I went, uh, uh I had did, you know, work there years ago and we did a cast member, um, uh, reunion and I stayed a day extra and went to, by myself and Shannon's like, you are going to get arrested. 
Like, it's just oh, weird that you're there by yourself. That and is I did, so sad now. And I did wait in line uh, for Sully by myself. And that was a little weird when they walked up and they're like, how many in your party? is like, just me. And they were like, oh, okay, right this way, sir. And uh, I did take a picture of Sully by myself. And it was awkward. Did you have but, the little autograph thing too? That no, I thought about it. But I thought, well, that's, let's, let's just take her easy. But I ate where I wanted to eat. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I, I was so done happy. with the park like in by three. You know, I did everything uh-huh. I wanted to do because I went the single rider yeah. lines. And you, it get, was awesome. you get to do what yeah. you want without answering anybody. Yeah, I like, rode with an old lady. Like, this is a super awesome brand new ride. It like twists and turns. And she was like 87. She, she didn't have a heart attack. She was a family. And I was ready like to do a CPR if need be. And uh, she didn't. But she was awesome. She screamed the whole time on the oh, ride. Wow. And we like had this little moment together. Yeah. yeah. Were you a little nervous though sitting next to her? Yeah, I was like, what if she passes what away? If she pa- I would yeah. be, too. Yeah. I'd be like, are you on heart medication? And she comes back, Life and she center? just passed out. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. You're having do. the best time, and you yeah. go over, and you're like, Although, shoot, I, we had an issue over here. <laughs> I would buy that keychain, and uh, like, if she were passed out dead, like, just in the ride, I would totally buy that package. <laughs> Give me the keychain <laughs> photo. The fr- I want all of it. This is, with the passenger that yes, passes because yes. I want the picture. On yeah, this lady I want the picture is no longer got. with us, and this is her last oh ride. Oh my gosh, this okay. is you, where you and I part ways. Yeah, on our threeness. Yeah. <laughs> so what else did you learn while you were on your sabbatical, Chris? I just want to say hi, Kathy, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, you know, it was good. Like, so here, I mean, here's the deal, and, and being in Israel, obviously, them doing it so well, you just go, I see the need for that. We got to do that, right? Uh, and I did Wait, read. Oh, being. Being yeah, the Jewish, the rest, okay. Taking the thought you were saying we should all go to Israel. Sorry. Oh, sure. you should do that too. Yeah, don't wait till you're older and do it. Do it while you're young and and while you can, because um, there's a lot of there's a lot of wheelchairs over there, and that's just Seriously? no way to see it. Uh, anyway, uh, there's this. Uh, but if you're in a wheelchair and you want to go, oh, that's great. Um, so let's see here. So here, I read this book. Uh, it was called "It's the Ruthless Elimination of Hurry." Uh, oh, by John that. Mark Connor. Have you, have you read it? it? Yeah. Yes. So a quote in it, Corey Ten Boom once said, the devil can't make you sin, he'll make you busy. There's truth in that. Both sin and busyness have the sec- exact same effect. They cut off your connection to God, to other people, and even to your own soul. So it was a great read. I encourage you to read it. Mm. Um, it's you know it's just going to remind you to what matters in life and focus on the things that mm-hmm. matter. But as a three, that's hard to do. Uh, but yeah, so... I mean, we do need to rest, right? Mm-hmm. All of us need to rest. All so of us can need I to ask you, break. I'm going to ask yeah. you a question. Um, Say no, so you can't ask. Mm. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> yes, sir. That's weird. If you stuff. love that quote so much. Yeah. Um, why don't you do it? I would say I loved it a lot. I was just in the book. <laughs> and I'm trying to. I'm trying to unpack it. Like, uh, keep going. Dude. But I, but no, that, I'm but saying that, you're sitting here just loving that quote, and it's great. But I know you, so I'm asking. Do you want me to open the door for you so you can just? So run out for now? me, I'm taking the mic off and walking out. No, uh, for me though, busyness keeps me really locked in. To me, oh, no, I get good. it. But for me, if I have idle time, I feel like that's going to be dangerous for me. Now that's being honest and real, and I can okay, connect so with that. I, but yeah. I again. As like one that. people who are similar, uh-huh. I'm going to push back on that a little bit. Why do you think having time to rest and a Sabbath like that, like why do you think that would be bad for you? That you're saying that time because it's would happened be multiple times <laughs> and I've lived it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. Not that I'm like gonna, you know, I don't know, do something evil with my idle time. I just think if I'm bored, and I guess that's the. the, the I, 
resting doesn't mean I'm just bored. I'm not just so. So for it's me, what you're filling your sitting, rest time with. That's the issue. Yeah, like for me, I enjoy NFL football every Sunday. I love football season. Go Dolphins. Go Dolphins. Two and zero. Uh, that to me is restful. Sure. Like that hey, makes sense it's to me. Sunday. I think, yeah. Uh-huh. Like so, I guess rest for me doesn't mean I'm napping or I'm just sitting or because I love to read. That's super. Uh, I don't like I don't do it as much as I want to, but I do enjoy reading. So that's super like chill for me to do. Um, but, but also I get bored. <laughs> like, I don't like, I'm running now. Um, if you're wondering, yes, I've lost some weight. Uh, thanks for noticing. Physique is so different. And, uh, but I hate running cause you're just running and it's boring. <laughs> cause you're like, just running. You just run. Like, you put like something in your ear? No, you cause to? I don't, I don't have money in the technology to do all that. So I just run. But, uh. <laughs> How many miles are you up to? I'm up to, I did four the other day without stopping. Well done. So, yeah. Does yeah. that help your busyness or anxiety? Not ang- I'm not saying you have No, anxiety, it just helps the weight loss, I think. But doesn't help you be like, okay, I got some things out of the way. It helps with um, your mind thinking that you have to go, go, go. I, I don't know. I think I'm just doing it for weight loss. But, oh, okay. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, it's, I mean, I want to stay alive as well. That's good. But, good to know. Uh, I don't know. Do but I don't so- rest in it. I don't, it's not restful for me. I'm like, I'm bored out of my mind right now. I'm just passing trees and. I think. Have you yeah. ever tried to run on a track? That's the worst. Oh, it's the just worst. Go in a circle and yeah. a circle. And mm-hmm. a- but yeah. does it help you sleep? When you no. run, when you exercise, does it help you sleep? Do you medication? <laughs> May probably. I think we need to go to medication. We might have ADHD. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. But you know, you don't want to deaden brilliance for lack of a better word though which that medication can sometimes do yeah. like the, Numb the i think what's hard is like the things that make us who we are there are gifts are also honestly flip side our weaknesses right if mm-hmm. we're honest yeah and so your your gift for work for you're a lot more organized than what people think I think who said it again, Debbie, for those who are listening, for those moms who are like, he is not, I mean, he gets a lot done. It's hard. I mean, like, yeah, you're very productive. You do like to read again. You go speak at a lot of things. So your mind can go, but at the same time, the flip side of that is you get bored easily. Um, you want to be constantly kind of something going in your brain because Mm -hmm. you don't like it if you're sitting still. So it's almost like that's where the work would need to happen versus, yeah. Just not doing it at all, right? Like I have but this biblical thought. rest is not laying around taking yeah. naps. Biblical rest is eating a meal with people, True. talking True. with people. It's not Okay, but what are you gonna I wanna hear what you were gonna say. Well, I was just gonna say here here's even like for me, I, I can't even watch TV. I'm watching TV going, I should go do something productive. Like I can't just sit and watch a show. I'm like I'm like I always because I'm like, I should be making a show. That's what I think in my mind. Uh-huh. Now, that's stupid, but mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking, right? Instead of, like, I'm watching, wasting my time. I should just be going and doing something. Mm. So that's kind of where I, like, my mind won't let me, like, mm-hmm. rest. Like, well, actually, know. let me just sit down and, like, I'm like, because then I'm thinking about what could I be doing. And then you read a book, and then you're like, I'm wasting my time. I got one life to live, so I better make every moment count. So I'm mm-hmm. not, I can't sit here. I got to go do something. Being an achiever is a pain in the butt. You and Christy are very much similar. We are. In I, that way. Yeah. But the achieving part, I feel like I've learned and had to restrain in doing things and making myself sit and be present. And yeah. I will say, oh, I'm doing this for the kids. So I'm kind of like, see, I'm doing it for them. Like I'm still performing. I'm sitting here going, okay, look, we're having quiet time <laughs> or hangout time so I can check my box. Yeah. But I've gotten better at it. Yeah. Still hard. Do you have a book sitting on the table? Do yeah, I read this book. Thoughts? So, this, you know, you read these books, right? This is Ordering Your Private World by Gordon McDonald. And it's a great book. I, I loved it. 
but then you just read stuff time like this. Um, time must be budgeted, and then which we all know we'd all go. I agree with that, and then you know they just walks you through like how to better manage your time. So then you read something like that, and you're like, well, I can't I can't watch TV now because mm. I've got all right. these things to do. So there is an element of our brains. I mean, we take with us wherever we go. It's not like we can leave our brain somewhere. I mean, we talk to ourselves more than anybody else talks to us. Mm-hmm. So then that's my next question. Mm-hmm. That's when a big alone. intro to that next question. God, <laughs> I know, that's crazy. Good. That was good. Brace yourself. I know. When you're alone, what uh-huh. does your mind say to you? Oh, horrible things. Uh, what are you doing, fatty? Um, <laughs> okay. No, I don't know. I, I'm pretty no, negative. that's probably true. I'm probably negative self-talk yeah. a lot, so... Probably, probably when I am alone, or I want to control things, right? So I want, I like to control things. So I'm always trying to figure out how can I, what should I, how can I do something about a situation, a circumstance. And so when I'm alone, then I'll then I'll beat myself up because it's probably my fault that it, that it didn't happen that way. Because mm. I'm a three, and if something's not didn't go well, then it's got to be something I could have done better. And why would you so, want to spend time with that all the time? Yeah. So just stay busy. How do you reconcile that though with Jesus? Well, then I have, to, I have to remind myself that it, I it's not about me, mm. and it's not about what I do, mm. which is hard as a three. I it know, is, that. but it shows maturity because there's I different levels of maturity in yeah. all of our numbers, right? And yeah. that's a mature, formative. Yeah. Person. But I'm sure your younger self couldn't do that. Uh, like you probably taken. Or maybe it's getting bad, worse. I'm not sure. Really, I mean, tell me why you think that. I don't know. Probably as I'm older. And I'm because I'm, I'm constantly thinking about the future, like I can't just be happy right now. I got to be going. What am I doing five years from now? And Shane is like, just I don't know. You know, I'm just such mm. a planner, and I want to know what I'm going to be doing five years from now. What am I going to be doing ten years from now? And so it's very hard for me to be in the now. Mm. Like I'm already thinking about Dino theme for next year, and already mm-hmm. tell you what it is and who's going to speak. And I mean, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just always like next, 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 next. And so I don't know. I don't think it's gotten better, although I know with relationship with the Lord that Jesus whispers to me that it's not about what you do. I love you just as you are. It sounds like he needs to scream at you, not whisper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Stop it, Jesus. It's creepy when you whisper. Um, So I don't know. I mean, I I sound like a mess. We're all a mess. I'm a mess. No, I love your honesty because I I think that's one thing we don't always talk about all the time is our aloneness means we're in – we're with ourselves, with whatever's going on in our head. Yeah. And that does impact – how you're able to rest. I mean, yeah. whether we like it or not, it just does. Yeah. And so if you found a productive way to handle kind of the, like you were saying, I think you called it negative self-talk or kind of the words you say to yourself, what you're saying is God has given me a way to produce some amazing things for the kingdom. And he's reminded me all the time. It's not about me. And I can live with that, right? I can move with that. Um, and I can grow with that and I can mature with that. Um, but it is hard. I, I go in seasons. So for me, it's like I wake up some days. I'm like, man, life is great. Mm-hmm. Like, it's good. Like, the I'm not in my head too much. There's other days I wake up and I'm like, I don't know what happened. Like, it's like. And I go from a Monday to a Tuesday. Yeah, like yeah. all of a sudden I'm like all these things. And I mean, poor Jamie. I'm like, you know, or whoever's around me. The, so when the tornado the, comes through? Yes. I mean, whatever it is. It's just. So it is. It's one of those just human things, I think for me giving over to the Lord that part of me um, is getting better as I get older, just yeah. releasing my, um, I don't know how my neg, my brain um, to not be perfect. 
the way you're wired you know, because yeah, of life. Exactly. Do y'all have a day that you're more stressed than other days? A general day of the week? Mm-hmm, day of the week. Do you have a day of the week that you're like, yep, I'm always more stressed this day than I am another day? Oh, it, for me, it's Sunday and Wednesdays. Those two days always. For sure. Because high of level the job during the year. For yeah. sure. Absolutely. Chris? Uh-huh. Hmm. No, not really. You're, I mean, I love Sundays, right? Because that's but that's not stressful because you like that kind of yeah. stuff. Well, right? and I love for my Sundays, point. but I'm definitely waking up here yeah, more stressed than I am on a yeah. normal day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You don't have a day. Mm-mm. Like, do you like Tuesdays? Do you hate Tuesdays because you think about things? Or mm-hmm. Mondays, you're like, here we go, we're doing it again. I'm not going to take the bait on that one. <laughs> um, I uh... <laughs> here's an example. This is uh-huh. what I ask. Yeah. Mondays, I find for me very stressful. I have my to-do list. I look at my week. Oh my gosh, how am I going to get all this done? But by the end of the day, Monday, I'm like, okay, I feel better. But then I have friends that say Fridays are the most stressful days for them. Because they got weekend stuff coming up. Because they have weekend stuff coming up. Mm -hmm. And most of them are stay-at-home moms. Mm -hmm. And they are are stressed out on a Friday. Where by the time, if I can get through to Friday, I am like, oh, okay, weekend stuff. So I'm intrigued on how people process what day of the week is the most stressful and why. Yeah. Hmm. But you're stressed all the time, is that what you're saying? No, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I'm ever stressed other than just thinking always, if that makes sense. Do you get stressed? Oh, yeah. Numbers. Like if money's coming out. Budget. No, nah, nah, I don't really care about that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> How much am I going to blow the budget this year? That's the only question. That's, kids coming to camp. You yeah, want more how many kids. Numbers, I want more. How uh, can I get more? That's a hard one for me. Because that's the achievement. That is yeah. how you measure success. Mm-hmm. The more you- You're not just happy with two? Or just one more showed up. Like our podcast, we were happy when three people listened. Oh. At Debbie wasn't. We're not happy with that anymore. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Chris but, is like, I'm not answering that question either. Yeah. Yeah. But it is true, though, even in vocationally, I would say that kind of idea of success drives a lot of times pastors kind of mental and emotional health because you're looking at, are we growing attendance here, here? How many salvations, how many baptisms, Mm -hmm. how many came on Sunday morning? How many came to camp? How many came to whatever? And it is. And I remember coming on staff here and that was a, um, a common theme in meetings. And every staff, every church is like that or that. I know the people I know, but also I was surprised, I guess you say, I had no idea none because it was the first staff i'd been on but it is how we measure success so i'm not surprised should we be measuring should we be measuring it that way as much as we do i probably not but well i would say yes but he would say yes (laughs) because people are numbers and numbers matter and people matter right (laughs) and that's one thing it's one thing you can gauge right yeah if things are going well then you know people are going to come at least on some level yes um and then if they don't come then you go well what are we doing I just told Dave. It's not 100, percent but no, I was gonna say that. That's what I like. It's the I, imbalance that can be the issue. Yeah, it's the discipleship, evangelism, or discipleship attendance, whatever yes. part of the plane. And are you balanced out? Or are you putting too many of your eggs in the attendance basket and not enough in the do you know your people yeah. in the state of their soul basket? And so I think that's the issue with sometimes the Western evangelical kind of culture is kind of what drives that but plane. And I think we can China be lopsided. Churches. They know that they're the largest church in America because someone's counted. Just saying. Okay. Mic drop. In China. <laughs> okay. What were you going to say, Christy? You just were going to say something. Um, you mentioned, oh, like when you have something and it's a good thing and then, or it could be a bad thing and evaluating. Yeah. That, like this little SWOT analysis that we people like to do, the <laughs> mm-hmm. strength, weakness, opportunity, threats, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
to your point on numbers, as much as I hate numbers, um, I think numbers dehumanize things too. Because even though people are coming, to your point, doesn't mean that they're learning. doesn't mean maybe they're just coming to check their box and do their works for the week. But back to SWAT. I don't know my point on that one. But when you do those, I enjoy, when you do the SWAT, or when you're looking at something that's good and bad, or an like event an you just event did. Like an event or yeah. something that happened, yeah. What part of the SWOT analysis do you enjoy doing? Of the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, or threats, mm-hmm. what part do you enjoy the most, Chris? Okay. That's a good question. That's interesting. Oh, I don't know. I came uh, out of nowhere. I mean, probably like the stories that come out of it, right? The strengths. Like, the this, strength, is what, yeah. this is why we did this event. Let's remind ourselves yeah. why we didn't sleep for three days or why we've been working on this for mm-hmm. four months. Like, right? Mm-hmm. The stories. So... And I think that's that's what matters, right? As a three, yeah. I want to know that what I did mattered. The stories, want, yeah. and you want the positives, and you want the feedback, yeah. and you want to see where God moved, though. Yeah, that's where that's where you kind of maybe discount, not discount, but you put the numbers aside and go, what was the heart? Where was where did God move in yeah. this yeah, yeah. in these moments? Yeah, yeah, that's good. So moms at home, if we can, if I can encourage moms at home, would you? We've been wa- the they've road. been waiting for you for like forty five minutes okay, to here speak it is. to them. This is so why. it's about this time. This is why. Lean in, moms. Uh, <laughs> it really, it really doesn't, I, I'll say this, I guess one thing that I am learning is that nothing is in my control. Really? Some things are obviously mm-hmm. some things I, I can control. Right. But there's a whole mess of stuff that I cannot. And so families are hard. So I think if, if you beat yourself up, like you said, I'm not a great mom because my kid failed this test, Well, you can't control your kid. Right. You can encourage you can breathe into, but you can't change everybody. So that, as a three, that's very hard because I want to change mm-hmm. things. I want to make people change. And so. as a parent, that's just hard in general. And yeah. It's compounded by personalities. and yeah. So you have lots issues. of things coming at you, parents coming at you with worries and anxious desires or my kid's going to fail. Say more about that. Like what you've heard come at you in like the last six months. If you could say things to those parents, um, now because you're yeah. not looking at them in the face what would you really tell them <laughs> oh i don't i mean because sometimes we give them uh, fluff answers yeah right a parent comes and has well then my kid's doing this and you're like i really want to tell them this but i can't because yeah i mean they like sometimes like a kid misbehaves he's in middle school let's say and he's just being a turd middle schooler middle schooler and they just want to freak out and he's or, or even on the gender stuff sometimes we overreact right and it's like, it may be okay. Now, I'm what not does saying that you mean? Don't, you may not Should do anything. I'm not saying you don't talk about it, you don't discuss it, but right, so many, so many of these things we You mean if outgrow. somebody's, if their kids may be questioning yeah. gender, gender issues? Like, sometimes we just go total freak out and we're going to send them to a camp and, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. we're going to handle this. And it's like, well, probably they're going to grow out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I know there's that number that won't, right? But I think sometimes we overreact and we just need to, I think, love and trust our kids. And I don't know. Like, there's a balance there, like, of, can I really control what my kid thinks? I can influence. Mm-hmm. I can try to, to have, but they're going to have a mind of their own and they're going to write. So, and we're not our kid's Holy spirit. Yeah. And, and, and we want to be, but we're not. And so I totally agree with you. Control's an illusion. You can control environment in some ways. Yeah. Right. But then it gets harder as they get middle schoolers have more control than when they're elementary. And I think that's what we start seeing. Right. That's hard. I know when you have parents coming to you, a lot of it is, what do I do because this is, is out of my control. Like, yeah. I don't know what to do for this. Yeah. And is it hard for you? Cause you don't always have the answers. Probably, yeah, I don't right? even, I don't know either. Um, give it to Jesus. You know? <laughs> um, I mean, there's things you can do, right? I mean, you can have combos, but 
I don't, I don't know. That's tough, right? Like, can't what can you really control? I did. Uh, there's a, a book called Resilient by John Etheridge that mm-hmm. I read. I've read all that. About, so, so good. You know, just and one of the prayers throughout the thing is, um, which there's an app to it. If you haven't done the That's app, the one I did. I love it. Um, oh, I it's not in it. my wheelhouse. I'm not mm-hmm. a meditator. Mm-hmm. I'm not. It's, it's kind of creepy because he whispers sometimes. He does. Uh-huh. But it, it's an app, and one of the prayers is, God, I, I, I give it to you because I can't control it. Mm-hmm. And as a three, that is hard mm. to go i can't control this are you kidding me i why can't i right mm-hmm. but it's like something um, again that's that balance again though right of like ah, can i control it or can i can i not um and so but ultimately right you just have to give it to the lord so you ultimately right yeah daily all the time yeah. all so i um, yeah. use humor God. a lot yeah Oh, he use does? humor, yeah. People, are, people are <laughs> like, do. "This is not funny." No. Any, any, <laughs> tell us more about the challenger. All right. Anyway, go ahead. Use humor, <laughs> and use humor sometimes when you're stressed. Use it to deflect. Use it to, I mean, name whatever. Yeah. Where have you seen? Which I think God's gifted you in that way. Again, mm-hmm. it's that kind of flip side of everything. Mm-hmm. Where has um, your humor served you well, and where has it not? Oh well. It served me well because I, I, you know, going back to middle school, high school, when I got in trouble, humor, even in college, like and even. But it gets you out of stuff. Is oh, that absolutely, what you're oh, that's yeah. Funny. If you're funny, like you can do a lot of, th- mm-hmm. you can get away with a lot of things if you're funny, or 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 and or good looking. So, good thing and I'm funny. <laughs> uh, but I just remember, like, I, I remember skipping school one day in high school. I got busted. Principal comes down and gets me, and he's like, "We'll let you out of here if you'll do an Elvis impersonation for the." for the admin staff. I was like, where are they at? So I go in and do, do an Elvis routine. He's like, all right, get out of here. Don't do it again. I just, I just remember like humor being such a way for me to just get out of anything. If you're cute and you're funny. I mean, I talked my way out of so much. Um, so that's good. (laughs) Funny people. You found that helpful. Very helpful. Where it can get you in trouble is when you tear people down. And that's something you gotta like, and I don't do it so much anymore, but you know, growing up Mm -hmm. that was, uh, you could, you could tear people down so easily. And you could and I have to be careful now. You could deflect in a heartbeat, probably, yeah. if you were good at it. Yeah. Yeah. So you roasted so, people a lot. When oh, you yeah. Ran. I know we still do, but you, you just kind of know when to roast and when you can mm-hmm. and all those things. But Well, thank you, Chris, for talking to us. I don't know if any of that's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was kind of hoping think... you would give us more nuggets to like the parents that are listening on things in life and what, like, maybe a pulse of what kids are doing too, also. That's almost a whole nother podcast. We'll just give us like a that. nugget. Because you talked about Sabbath and that was great, but just they have you and they're like, I want to hear what Chris has said. Like, what are my kids getting into? What are my, what do I need to be aware of? Which is all generality. So if you hear him say something horrible, it doesn't mean your kid is doing it. It just means what? They're vaping right now. <laughs> um, so true. No, I don't, uh, I don't, you know, the, the one thing we, this question was asked recently to, cause I've been doing student ministry for a long time. What's changed and what's the same. And I really just think there's nothing new under the sun. It's, it's the mm. same stuff, right? Mm. It may now a vape looks like a, a hard drive, you know, but it's all the same issues, right? Drinking and drugs and sex and mm-hmm. uh, just all those things have not changed. Cell phone uses has changed, obviously. That's, that's true. That's a whole that's other element. That's going to be element. the one new thing, yeah. Um, social media. What, what that's done to our brains and how mm-hmm. that's affected us, but um, I don't know. Really, it just comes down to your identity and who. What are you identifying? Mm. and who are you going to mm. who, who are you leaning on when 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 things get tough and if it's not jesus then it's probably a boyfriend or it's a girlfriend that's not new mm-hmm. it's drugs it's alcohol it's 
bad friends, right? So mm-hmm. it's like trying to teach your kids where does our identity come from? What does Jesus say? So we want to wrap all of this all up in a nice little neat bow. Mm-hmm. It's it's that our identities in Jesus, and that's what we've got to run to. It's not about what I do, although I want to do great things. Mm-hmm. It's not about any of that because at the end of the day, I, Jesus is not more loving towards me if I do more for him or not. I just need to know my identities in him, right? Which goes back to that ice cream story is I need to know who I am in Christ and I need to pursue that. And if you don't like it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's not on. I need to be okay with that. Yeah. I need to be okay with that. And as long as I'm pleasing the Lord, mm-hmm. who cares? Right. So I think if we wanted to say, here's, here's the thing that like the Sabbath matters because you need to rest in the Lord. The Sabbath matters and resting is because you need to know who you are. Mm. But if all you do, I mean, it's just take an athlete. Let, let's take, man, my son's a seventh grader, and he, we're at every softball camp in America because they're going to be the next big thing. That's great, but they lose some of their identity mm-hmm. because they think that's all they are. That's right. And so I think for all parents and for all of us, it boils down to, man, who am I in Jesus? And he's not really impressed with what I do for him. Mm. Although he wants us to do things, right? right Again, yeah. That balance. I can't balance. just sit around and be lazy, but he doesn't love me anymore right. or any less. He loves me just as I am. Um, and so I got to run to him mm. when all things go apart. So I don't know. That that's perfect. That's parents to kids though, too. Jesus that's loves you thinking. just as you are. Even if their kid's a mess, Yeah, their kid could be a mess and they're giving him over to Jesus saying that my kid belongs to you, Lord. And they're having to tell their kid all the time, really, you know, God does love you, even if they don't feel loved. Maybe yeah. sometimes, maybe it sinks in eventually. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Thank um, you. See, that was the word I was looking for, Chris. Okay. okay. I need we you to bring a word. Preaching. We could have done this 45 minutes ago. Yeah, and we've been, been done. Podcast. But that's great. We yeah. waited. We had good conversations. It's yeah. good. So go rest. You go rest. Don't okay. tell me to go okay. rest. You, you go rest. You rest. Oh, yeah, you rest. And here we are. Uh-huh. You rest. <laughs> so fun. Stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> this is why it's fun having y'all together on the podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to go rest okay. after this because now I need a nap. But <laughs> wow. um, it was. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It says a lot right there, yeah. doesn't it? Mm-hmm. She does. I see how, we see yeah. how she feels about us. Oh, my goodness. Fine. All right. We love you, Chris. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for being mm-hmm. here yeah. with us. Hearts. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hearts. Hearts, hearts with yes. your hand. Um, and hopefully um, you all enjoyed listening as we had our student pastor, mm-hmm. Chris Hurt, on here today. Always. And if you finish the podcast, let us know. Because your password is yeah the password this if you hear this here's the deal if you made it to the end of the end of the podcast the password is applesauce come to any of us and that's how we know that you finished this no let's this let's clear that up you go to Chris and say yeah. applesauce yes. okay. if anybody comes to me and says applesauce <laughs> text, I know that you listen text to this. him no email no him. no text it has to be in person oh in per- well okay they're gonna come find you you have lots of ladies in blue on <laughs> Sunday or Wednesday that's what we need <laughs> oh okay well you can also Where's volunteer there? in a small group room <laughs> while you're over there. So it's good. Okay, if you say applesauce, we'll know that you made it. I love it. That's gonna be so. It, but fine. if you if you say to me, "Oh, I love the podcast," but you don't know applesauce, you didn't finish. That's right. So yep. Oh, yeah. that's so good. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Um, until next is there, week. Wait, is there like before we go? Is there like a theme song? I think we've been, I've been. Is there a theme song? Well, there's the beginning, and sometimes I play music at the end. We need like a, is you know, like, noisy narrative. <laughs> <laughs> noisy, noisy, noisy. 
Yeah, no, we don't have that. We've them. been kind of coming up with, okay. as people have been talking, I've been thinking of songs. We have the thing, isn't like, we have the Isn't Life Amazing song, mm-hmm. the beginning and the end that we do. Oh, yes. Okay. It's good. But we can tell you don't listen to the podcast, <laughs> Chris. No. I'm, I'm busy. Well, I don't even listen to my own podcast because. You have a podcast? Well, no, this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't listen to when he records see nobody likes to hear their own voice no so it is hard to listen to your own yeah podcast but i'm gonna be your going out music let's see if i can get to it oh no no what are we doing did he he just say doo-doo for those of you who are middle school moms this is your going out song okay well on that note uh Enjoy Baby Shark. <laughs> See you next time. Oh, See my word. Time. I have no idea where that came from either. Neither do I. Sharks don't sleep. I don't know. They don't sleep. Well, they sleep. How do sharks sleep? They sleep with their eyes open, mm. don't they? I have no idea. Now we're going to have to look. All right, everybody. Really for reals this time. Okay. Love you, Chris Hart. This is Goodbye, everyone. Noisy Narratives Out. Applesauce. We will talk to you guys next week. But for this week, we'll see y'all later. Bye. Life can be amazing.